Anan Zaki is with me now. Kia ora, Anan. Kia ora, Charlotte. And small businesses are cautiously upbeat about the future. Yes, well, that's despite the ongoing tough economic conditions. A report by human resources platform MyHR shows nearly two-thirds of those surveyed expect revenue to improve in the next year. Nearly half think conditions will improve, with 38% feeling it'll stay the same, and 60% expecting to give pay rises in the next six months. My HR chief executive Jason Enor is surprised by the optimism about revenue growth. I think what you're seeing, and this may may sound a little harsh, but it's the sort of the tale of two businesses. I think those that have really suffered with the with the drop in demand, the increase in pricing, I mean, particularly the increase in interest rates. Those businesses, unfortunately, many of them have already gone to the wall. Um, and what we've seen is there were businesses that borrowed through COVID to survive those lean years. Um, and they borrowed personally. This is the small business sector we're talking about. So, you know, put that against their homes. And as interest rates have risen and they have not paid those loans down, that's causing real problems and businesses are winding up as a result. The businesses, obviously, we're surveying and talking to are the ones that have survived that and are looking forward to a positive future. Jason Enor says there's been an increase in businesses restructuring so far this year. Bladder cancer test company Pacific Edge says it could take up to four years to regain U.S. medical insurance coverage for its products if a recent negative decision is confirmed. The company's share price and revenue outlook plunged after a major Medicare manager said it would no longer pay for Pacific Edge's tests. That decision is being reviewed and the coverage is still is continuing for the time being. But Chief Executive Peter Mainches has told the annual meeting it'll mean careful management of its capital for some time. So Pacific Edge is taking a, a cautious approach to managing cash reserves. And so in the event of an adverse Medicare coverage decision, uh, until we gain recoverage, uh, you know, we, we expect to be able to manage uh, our current capital to last for up to four years. Um, we may not need the entirety of those four years, but that's the approach that we're taking, um, that if we need all four years, that we, um, that we will be able to do that. Peter Mainchase says the company will also look to increase use of other products and boost its other markets. Interest in buying a small business has hit a 35-year high, but potential buyers are waiting until there's more certainty about who will form the next government. Business brokerage ABC Business Sales says the record interest is not translating to sales, with the number of sales of small businesses down 8% in the last quarter. Managing Director Chris Small says would-be buyers are in a holding pattern until they have a clearer steer of what to expect. We had over 3,000 what we call non-disclosure agreements signed in the months of May and June, which is actually a record for us over our 36-year history. So we are not short of people inquiring about wanting to buy a business. But as you rightly pointed out, actual sales, so completed transactions are down 10%. And when we talk to and get feedback from purchasers, they're very much in limbo saying, well, you know, is now a good time? We've, we're not sure what's going to happen 
at the election, you know, the current government doesn't seem to be business friendly. Are they going to stay in? Are they going to stay out? So, you know, with things, simple things like the minimum wage going up, that affects every employer in the country. So it makes it harder to do business and harder to make a profit. If a new government comes in that they perceive as more business friendly, if they think that's more likely to happen, their mentality to buy in a business will become more positive. You know, we're also in a, an economic environment now where, um, you know, we are technically in a recession. So obviously people are more cautious. And Chris Small says hesitancy is common during an election period and might explain the recent softening in the average business sales price. British billionaire Joe Lewis has been bailed after pleading not guilty to multiple charges of insider trading. The 86-year-old owner of the Premier League football club Tottenham Hotspur was granted bail for $480 million New Zealand dollars, ordered to surrender his passport, banned from travelling abroad and using his superyacht. It's alleged Mr Lewis passed on sensitive commercial information he'd picked up to associates and friends who then traded on it. Manhattan District Attorney Damien Williams didn't mince his words. We allege that for years Joe Lewis abuses access to corporate boardrooms and repeatedly provided inside information to his romantic partners, his personal assistants, his private pilots and his friends. Those folks then traded on that inside information and made millions of dollars in the stock market because thanks to Lewis, those bets were a sure thing. None of this was necessary. Joe Lewis is a wealthy man, but as we allege, he used inside information as a way to compensate his employees or to shower gifts on his friends and lovers. That's classic corporate corruption. It's cheating and it's against the law. And Mr Lewis's lawyers say he'll vigorously defend the charges, which they call an egregious error. The US Federal Reserve has raised its benchmark cash rate by 25 basis points to between 5.25 and 5.5 percent, the highest level in more than 20 years and matching the Reserve Bank of New Zealand's cash rate. The chair, Jerome Powell, says inflation remains too high and the central bank is intent on getting it back to its target 2% level. He's non-committal on the Fed's next step. I would say it is certainly possible that we would raise funds again at the September meeting if the data warranted. And I would also say it's possible that we would choose to hold steady at that meeting. We're going to be making careful assessments, as I said, meeting by meeting. Um, and I'll close by saying we've raised the federal funds rate now by 525 basis points since March 2022. Monetary policy, we believe, is restrictive and is putting downward pressure on economic activity and inflation. The U.S. chief economist for financial giant City, Andrew Hollenhorst, believes there's more to come. I think they'll probably continue to hike. Now, if you continue to get inflation reports like the one that we got in June, that's enough evidence for Fed officials to pause, maybe pause for an extended period of time. And remember, their guidance has been that they will hike one more time. Markets are seeing that as kind of a 50-50 proposition. Um, September is probably a time for them to look at that again, pause again, like they did in June. And then November is when we think that next rate hike is coming. Andrew Hollenhorst believes the Federal Reserve will then keep rates higher for an extended period. So a big day for world markets and to see what it's, how the markets are doing, we're joined by Tony Conroy of Jardin Securities all the way from Dunedin. Hi, Tony. G'day there. How's it going? Very well, thank you. Look, how is the local share market looking? Is it a bit uh, subdued? Uh, so it's a bit mixed on Wall Street overnight. 
Yeah, well, look, the, the US market, as you had in your report there, um, initially was down on that uh, rate rise, but finished up 82 points. Uh, and so the New Zealand markets followed suit uh, up 27 points at the moment at 11.983. Any major movers? Uh, we've got Hellenstein Glasses there up 12 at 6.25, Amphitil up 4 at $9.88, and Somerset up 4 at 10.20. And um, stocks down, uh, Fisher and Paykel, Healthcare down 23 cents at 24.07, Main Freight down 20 cents at 71.30, and EBOS down 20 at $37.70. And how's it looking over in Australia? Yeah, well, look, the market's only just opened, uh, but they are also up about 12 points at 7391. Um, stocks up there, Insignia Finance up 10 cents at 285. Um, Medibank up 6 cents at 353. CSR up 4 cents at $5.57. And um, stocks down uh, mainly in the mining sector at this stage. Rio down um, 118 uh, cents at $2.77, BHP down 36 cents at 46.53, and uh, Worley down 12 cents at 16.90. And that takes us to the New Zealand dollar. Indeed, look, the New Zealand dollar is flat um, against the US dollar at 62.09. Um, you'll get uh, 91.89 um, Australian cents for your New Zealand dollar today. Uh, a move of four cents there. Uh, British pound up seven points to 48.04. Uh, against the Europe up five points at 56.05. And against the um, Chinese currency up seven points at 4.4403. Um, and 90 day bill, bank bill rate unchanged at 5.7%. Yes, I was going to say interest rates, oil and gold is what we have next. Indeed. Uh, the Brent. Brent spot price is down slightly at 83.98 US dollars per barrel. And we've got gold down 13 cents at $1,971.95 US cents per ounce. Thank you, Tony. That's Tony Conroy of Jardin Securities with our market update. And we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kia ora.